Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. So the first one, the word came. Satan rushed for the message so that the word will not even land on the heart. For them to even believe. The second one, the word came. It landed on the heart. It started gaining roots more small. They should have taken their time to what? To water down and believe more from where? The word. They listened to the word once and that was all. They came to church once, that was all. Look, be wise and steady. Because after I've taught this thing today, if it's not because of faith fast, on Wednesday, I'm not teaching faith. I'll be teaching something, maybe the Holy Ghost. The next time I'm teaching about righteousness, the next time I'm teaching about something else. So that thing that you heard that brought faith, if you don't do the job of going back, opening your notes, and reading and reading and reading until, because after church, you go and put your notes down. Some of you, that you don't even bring anything to write. You think you will just grow faith easily. No, it doesn't happen. doesn't. It doesn't. Troubles and trials will come. We saw it. He said the storm and the flood. Look at it. They believe for a while. And in time, so there is a time. In time. Maybe it's not now. That's why you don't see it. But there will be a time. There will surely be a time of your trial and your temptation. And the Bible says because you don't have root, you fall away. You will fall away. You will withdraw. You will stand aloof. The Bible says, and in time, in time of, in time of, Paul calls it in the evil day. Your evil day has not come. That is why you behave the way you behave. But when your evil day comes, and you realize that you don't know even what to do, because the point is that you don't even have faith built. The reason why you are down by trouble, is first of all, you didn't believe anything. The foundation is taken off. So there's actually no faith. So do you know what? Now you need the faith of somebody else to help you. Are you with me? Go to the next one. I'm sure you are seeing yourself in one of them. As for what fell among the thorns, the thorns, these are the people who hear. Tell the truth, they all hear, you know. So you see, I am teaching. All of you are hearing. But the seed is falling differently. Yes, 
Some of you is falling on stony ground. Some of you on thorny ground. Some of you by the roadside. These are the people who hear. But as they go on their way, they are choked and suffocated with the anxieties and cares and riches and pleasures of life. And their fruit does not ripen. Come to maturity or perfection. So these guys, they, they got some roots. And the, the tree began to grow. It even bore fruit. But that's where it ended. It didn't ripe for them to harvest. So these people, there's no harvest. And if there's no harvest, you are as useless as the one who didn't grow. Who goes to a mango tree that is not ripe to throw stones? We throw stones at ripe mangoes. You see a mango, oh, this mango, it will be nice, so, but you walk away. Charlie, you have grown. Uh, now you have fruit. Let your fruit be ripe so that people can eat. Charlie, for several years, nothing is happening. You are as useless as the one who didn't even have root. The two of you are the same. Now let's look at the perfect ones. And I believe that can be you. Look at how he says it. But as for that seed in the good soil, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart, a good man, a good man, the Bible calls his heart a good soil. So your heart is a soil. It's a ground. These are the people who hearing the word hold it fast in just noble virtues and worthy heart and steadily bring forth fruit with patience. You see the first one, the other one? When they are choked like that, they, they give up. You got in the no trouble. They said, hey, this, hey, that, no. You said fruit, forget it. <laughs> now, if the Bible is saying that it brings forth fruit with patience, what it means is that it could go through challenges as well. But it is patient enough. Because patience is one of the fruit of the spirit. This is actually faith with patience. That's what it means. This is faith with patience. We must study faith with patience. Some of you, you don't have faith with patience. You have faith, but there's no patience. You are in a hurry. That's how come when you see Revelation, you are in a hurry. Are you with me? Yes, sir. So you see the heart and the word? So where does believing come from? The heart. Okay? That's where I start from. What kind of heart should the word of God come in? A good one. Now, I showed you how you prepare the good heart in James chapter 2 last week. Receive with meekness the engrafted word of God. That's how you make your heart ready. Receive with meekness. You must receive with what? Meekness. And I explain meekness. Controlled strength or controlled will. You know, you have your own will. Like I won't, I won't. You can choose not to listen. You can choose to leave. You can choose to, but you controlled. And I use the horse as an example. The horse is a very strong animal. Horse is not a calm animal. Though. Horse is a wild animal. Are you aware? Yes, sir. 
stallion. Horse is a wild animal. But we are able to bring the horse in to the house and tame the horse to a point where we can bridle the mouth of the horse. Put a metal in his mouth so you can be able to move it. Put something on his back so you can sit on. Yet, the horse is trained over time. The horse is suppressing its power. The horse is suppressing its will so that man can sit on and then it will take you slowly. It doesn't like it, but it's okay. How do I know it doesn't like it? Normally, watch their mouth when they are moving. You see them doing because it's so uncomfortable. But they have suppressed their power. They have suppressed their, they can throw you off, but they have suppressed it. It's like bringing a lion home. And the lion is, or a dog who is wild, and the dog wants to bite you. You know, have you, have you taken the, the nail of a, horse, of a dog before, cut it before? Uh -huh. You see the way they behave? Like, you are the owner. He wants to bite. If you are not the owner, he will bite you. But because you are the owner, it is exerting strength. But it's looking at you and it pulls back its power. You realize it's doing... It's restraining power. It's restraining power. He's restraining will. Like a lion. I see it in Dubai. I see on video. See, if a lion bites you, it won't bite you like a chicken. It won't bite you like a cat. It won't bite you like a dog. It will bite you like a lion. There was one I watched. The tiger was chained to a tree. You know, because he was chained to a tree, there was a small dog. And he was doing, huh, huh, huh. And the tiger was going back as if he was afraid. In, in animal kingdom, when you retreat, it means you are afraid. So the, the other one can come on you. So when the tiger was trying to say, go, go, I'm not a joke like that. <laughs> so this dog was pouncing. The, the, you know, gung, gung. And that was all. Wew, wew, wew. That was all. It didn't bite it like a fellow dog. It bit it like a tiger. But when the tiger is around the owner, it doesn't behave like it wants to eat it. It, it. it gets angry. But it restrains itself. God is saying that when you are listening to the word of God, there are so many things you can do. You can decide not to listen. You can decide to leave. You can decide to close your ears. You can decide to laugh at the man of God. But God is saying all these things. Restrict it. You have the power to do that. But hold it. That's what we call meekness. Controlled power or controlled will. Are you listening? So listening to the word of God is not easy like that. That's why you are sleeping. Because you can sleep. It is your will. It's your power. But you control it. Why? Because the Bible says, as you receive with controlled will, the word. So many come to church. They don't do this. They only come. You see, it's a gathering. Let's go and sit down. If I don't go to church, then um, they will say it. So let's go and sit down. You ask yourself, do you always do that? Receive the word of God with meekness. No. These things are spiritual, but we joke with them. Mainly because we are not taught. Because the men of God feel you should know. You should be studying. Okay. Now, I'll show you how to believe. Okay. So, this is how you believe. For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Then it's said. How then shall they call on him whom they have not believed? 
So here is how he shows you how to believe. Then he said, and how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? Okay? So this is how you believe. You believe by the word. Don't mistake it for faith cometh by hearing. We believe by the word. You know what it means? Your believing is weak without the word. Your believing is strengthened by the word of God. Uh, don't worry, I will show you a scripture. Don't worry. Are you following? Yes, I will show you one scripture that will end the topic. You ready for it? Now, listen, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. And I explained this to you. So once I hear the word of God, whether reading or listening, believing begins. Then when it goes through the process, faith is given. So faith cometh after a man believes. Can you see that? Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, amplified, will end all this course. I know you know this in King James. He is the author and finisher of our faith. Let's look at it a bit deeper. Look at it. Looking away from all that will distract to Jesus. So I told you, believing is not a joke. You can be distracted just like we saw. You can be distracted from believing. Now the Bible just told you that for you to be able to believe, you must look away. Look away from anything that would distract you unto Jesus. What does it mean? Jesus is the source of strength. He's the word. Then he described and said, who is the leader and the source of our faith? Then into bracket. Giving the first incentive for our belief. So Jesus, which later on I will tell you is the Holy Ghost, is the one who gives the first incentive for your belief. So look at it. Giving the first incentive for our belief and it's also its finisher. So the finishing bit is the faith. The first incentive is the belief. Can you see this? Now, the Holy Spirit or Jesus is the author. So, once you hear the word of God, he is the one who initiates believing for you. Now, it's your responsibility by the same word, strengthening the belief. Strengthening the belief. Strengthening the belief. And he will help you to perfect it into faith. That's why I said, believing is the process. Faith is the consummation, the finality, the finishing of your belief. Do you get it now? Now, something beautiful is found here. You want to know? Oh, Jesus. Now, look at it. He said, who is the leader and the source of our faith. 
giving the first incentive of our belief. And it's also the finisher. So there is, there is a starter and there is a finisher, correct? When you look at John chapter 16, verse 12 and 13, a similar thing is there. It will tell you who helped you to finish your faith. That's the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, I have many things to tell you now, but you cannot bear them. Which means that Jesus started it. Then he said, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. So the Holy Ghost is the one that finishes the thing. So, which is true. So here you see the word and the spirit involved in your believing and in your faith. So the word of God initiates it. The spirit ends it. <laughs> Can you see that? Go to verse 12. And I'll show you. I'll show you another scripture. I have yet many things to say unto you. But ye cannot bear them now. Jesus is talking. Which means that he has been telling them some things. He started the conversation. He started telling them about the Holy Ghost. He started telling them about resurrection. He started telling them about heaven. He started telling them about certain things. But Jesus didn't finish it. Because the people come buried. So the finisher came. He said, and when he, the spirit of truth, comes, is come, he will guide you into all he will now take you into all. Can you see that? Yes, sir. So here you see the word and you see the Holy Spirit. But actually, though they are different, they are still the same. Which means that it is the Holy Spirit that initiates your believing and perfects your believing. How do I know that? In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, Verse 17 and 18. Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. That's fine. Go back. So he says, now the Lord is that spirit. He just told you that the Lord, Jesus Is the spirit. Yeah, it's called the spirit of Christ. So you see, I'll show you now. As I'm teaching the word of God now, the Holy Spirit is the one who is empowering me for me to minister the spirit. What I'm doing is called ministrations of the spirit. Preaching the spirit. Now, I am teaching the word Initiated and stimulated by the Holy Spirit. The one who causes your heart to catch the word and initiates believing is the Holy Spirit. Now, believing is where life of the word is deposited in your heart to grow. Because faith in itself is Jesus formed in you. He said, I pray that Christ will be formed in you. The formation of Christ in you is faith dropped in you. And if it is faith, then believing took place before faith. So how does a man believe? We believe by the word. 
As we believe by the word, faith comes by the word. So believing is the brooding stage while the life of the Holy Ghost is released into your heart. And the more you feed on the word, it grows, it grows, it grows, and it gains strength, it gains root, it gains strength, it gains root until it reaches finality. At that stage, we call it faith. So, can a man believe in one day? No, sir. Okay? So, the reason why you don't believe is because you have thrown the word of God away. So, you started believing, but it didn't gain root. We read it. Because there was no life. Who gives the life? The Holy Ghost. In Genesis chapter 1, he said, and the Spirit of God brooded. Go back to 2 Corinthians 3. Go to verse 6 and 7. I'll show you something. Okay. He said, Who hath made us what? Able ministers of the New Testament. Not of the letter, but of the Spirit. Look at here. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. So, believing, when you receive God's word, what hits your heart is the life of the Spirit that causes you to believe. So now it is your job to stay in the word and let that life in you begin to have roots. Oh, in Colossians chapter 2 verse 5 or so, he said, now that you are born again, he said, be rooted up in him and be well built in him. When a man receives the word of God, it, you must allow that life, that word in you, begin to receive what? Roots. Roots. Because it must gain roots and it must grow. So the more you feed on the word. So that word you heard, keep listening. Keep listening. Listen, it's like a message. Listen to the message over and over. Don't say, oh, I've listened to it. Sometimes that's how the devil deceives you. Haven't you realized you listen to a message for a while and then as you are listening to it again, it's like it's boring. The one who told you it's boring was not the Holy Ghost. It was the devil. Then immediately you want to listen to another one. Okay? I thank God. He has given us the grace to explain this this way. So today, from today, if you tell me you don't, you don't know how to believe, I just know how lazy you are. Hmm? Yeah. Stay with the word. You have a Bible on your phone. You don't read. You can be around the whole day. No scripture runs through your head. Then when things are not going, the situations hit you, then you go and take a song, a song that speaks to your heart. Have you ever seen the wind uproot a coconut tree from the ground? Have you ever seen the wind, storm, uproot a palm tree from the ground? That is how the word of God should be in your life. Let the winds come you will only shake. But you stand. So the Bible says, let he that thinketh he standeth. Take heed, lest he falls. You don't deceive yourself thinking you go to church. Going to church every day is not the trick. The trick is let the church go through you. Don't go through the church. Let the church go through you. Some of us, we went through school. 
school didn't go through us. If school went through us, okay, so, so there would be difference. I asked you this morning, if we ask you to believe, how do you believe? When you make a mistake, they'll tell you because you didn't believe. Yet they never taught you how to believe. So if you also don't find out, you'll be there and things don't work. Then once in a while, you will do it right. Then one thing will happen. Then you will wait. But once you find the formula, today look at the scriptures where, what can you not have in life? A good man out of the treasure of his good heart. Bible says, let the word of God reach you in your heart. So you are not allowing the word in your heart. So how then do you produce good fruit? Can I show you one more scripture? Jesus spoke about believing and faith in a particular way in John 15, 7. And he says, if you abide in me and my words, you know what he was talking about? The word has gotten into you. You have believed it and it has developed into faith. And faith had laid hold. So he's saying that once you get to that point, the ask that you are saying is not begging ask. He said, demand, I tell you, demand Look at the statement. What ye will. And it shall be done. He didn't say it shall be given. So the thing you demand that shall be done. Please note it. (laughs) I took trouble to find out what it shall be done mean. In the Greek. In the Greek is one word. It shall be done. Do you know what it means? If your heart catches it. Even if it doesn't exist here, it shall be created for you. Even if it doesn't exist, it shall be created. Remember, substitute. You are looking for a plane that has two wings here, two wings at the tail end. It doesn't exist. It shall be created. That's what God is saying. So when I saw this scripture, I asked myself, What can I not do? What can I not have? Something has happened against you. With the knowledge you have now, you you change the matter. You begin to imagine it. I know I've heard you, you will slap me after church. I'll change you. What would I do? Because if I don't change it, I will still be imagining that when we close, she will slap me, right? Because that's what is in my mind. So what do I do? I need to change the picture. Once I change the picture, trust me, you will see it happen. We will cross and she, won't slap, she can't slap me because the picture has been changed. This thing that they have imagined to do, nobody can stop them. Galatians 3. Galatians 3, 5. He says that if those who ministered. He therefore that ministered to you the spirit like I'm doing. And worketh miracles among you. Doeth he it by works of the law or by the hearing of faith. So what I'm doing here now, I'm doing by faith. How can I just open my mouth and I think the scriptures will come together for me. It's by faith. And if I begin to minister miracles, do I do it by the works? No. Because works is, has the letter. Yes, and the letter will kill you. Yes. 
the Bible says that Moses, even though he ministered the Old Testament, there was some glory. But that glory, it was veiled. When we don't tell you grace, we veil your heart. Your heart is veiled. Except we start telling you about Jesus and the veil will be taken off. So there are a lot of Christians today. They go to church all right. Their hearts are veiled. So they are not open to revelations. They are not open to anything. They argue about everything. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayman 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-LJedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny. Daniel Jedu for videos. You can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many Many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.